so worthy of honor. He's so worthy, hallelujah, of thanksgiving. Only God is worthy. Amen. And we just want to give God all the praise. We want to give God all the glory. Hallelujah. On this morning, glory to God on this afternoon. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, we got a couple of songs. Hallelujah. That we want to be able to worship the Lord with on this morning. Amen. We're just going to praise God. Is that okay? Hallelujah. Is that okay? Amen. That's what we came to do. We came to give God all the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. We came to give God all the honor. We came to magnify the Lord on this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And so we just want to magnify him today. We want to worship him. We want to take the time to pour our love on him on today. We want to take the time to just let him know how much we adore him and how much we appreciate his presence, appreciate the glory, hallelujah, of the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's get ready so we can worship the Lord. Amen. We're going to sing one more worship song. Hallelujah. Amen. And then we're going to get into, amen. We're going to go over a little bit of our announcements. We're going to make space for our offering, amen, to sow our seed. So those of you who want to be able to sow your seed, get your seed ready, hallelujah, so that you can prepare, amen, hallelujah, a resurrection seed, amen, hallelujah, glory to God, amen. And we want to be able to sow into the kingdom, amen, hallelujah, amen. I hope that you purposed in your heart and set aside a seed for resurrection Sunday, hallelujah, to be able to sow, amen, into the kingdom kingdom of God. You you need to take something, amen, and sow into the kingdom on today. So let's get ready, but we want to worship. We want to worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh God, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We bless your name. How many of y'all know that God deserves all the worship? Hallelujah. And all the glory and all the honor. Nobody else deserves it but him. Yes, Jesus. He's worthy of the glory. Glory to God. He deserves the praise today. Come on, everybody, all over the room, open your mouth and worship. Lift your hands and bless him. Hallelujah belongs to you. Oh God, thank you, Lord Jesus. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. You deserve it. You deserve it. 
Jesus. Come on, give God praise. Because he deserves all the glory. He deserves all the honor. He deserves all the praise. Hallelujah. 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 All the glory. All the honor. All the praise.
for your offerings. Amen. Hallelujah. Because I don't know if my admin is on here or not. So I just want to make sure. Hallelujah. Amen. That all of that gets up here. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All right. And listen, I'm going to drop. Sorry about that. Pardon me. And drop my glasses. Praise the Lord. So now I can see. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Okay, so we're going to try to put this up here. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, if we can get that up here. Praise the Lord. Amen. To the cash app, it is O-A-P-N and the number one. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Or you can send it to PayPal. Amen. PayPal is spirit underscore of Deborah at yahoo.com. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And we just want to thank God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much for putting that up there. Amen. Because we was having an issue over here. Today is technological issue day. <laughs> but we plead the blood today. Hallelujah. Amen. And we're going to go on in Jesus name. Anyhow, 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 glory to God. Amen. And so those of you who are listening by way of speaker, or you may be watching on the broadcast, amen, you can send your gifts to OAPN, the dollar sign, OAPN, and the number one, hallelujah, or you can send it to, to uh, PayPal by spirit underscore of Deborah at yahoo.com. Listen, just in case some of you have not known, amen, you didn't know, we have launched, amen, Praise the Lord, our television network, and we are looking to branch out so that we can preach the gospel, hallelujah, and reach souls with the word of God. Listen, the word of God is not bound. We might be in the house today, but we're not going to always be in the house. Glory to God. And so those who are in the house, we want to make sure that we can bless them with the word of God. Amen. So the Oasis Television Network is up and running. We are on the Roku. Amen. We're on Roku. You can look us up on Roku. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And we, amen, the Lord has blessed us. Amen. And we purchased 25 channels. How many? 25. Glory to God. Amen. And I believe, amen, that God is going to bless us to be able to fill every one of those channels. Amen. And so we want to be able to make a way for other ministries that want to be able to preach the gospel as well. Amen. And some of our ministries that are part of the Oasis Network, we want to get them out there with the word of God as well. Amen. And let them be able to share the word of God. Hallelujah. Because listen to me, no one person has it all. Come on here, somebody. Amen. God has gifted each one of us. Amen. Hallelujah. And he has given us the anointing to be able to reach souls and who I might not be able to reach somebody else. You might be able to reach them. So we want to make sure that we Amen. Make those opportunities available so that people can get the word of God out there. They can preach. Amen. And teach. Amen. And share what God has given to them. And so we are so excited. Hallelujah. For our Roku network. Hallelujah. And we've been getting good feedback. Hallelujah. We've gotten feedback from some that are in Houston, Texas watching. Glory to God. And so we thank God. Hallelujah. That the word is going out there. Amen. We're still learning the ropes and learning how to work all of that stuff. Amen. But I believe that this is going to be a tool that's going to be a great blessing to, to a very many people. Amen. That are able, amen, to receive the word of God. And so we're just thanking God. So those of you who support the ministry, you want to know what we're doing with your seed. We're planting the seed in good ground so that we can reach souls with the gospel. Amen. It's not, it's not being, uh, put in my bank account. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And then one of these days we'll talk about the Taruma. Amen. And tell you what we do with that. Amen. Cause that's part of what we take from the tithe and split it up. Amen. Praise the Lord. So that you will know, amen. Hallelujah. How to take your money and put it where it needs to go. Amen. And that's uh biblical. Amen. So we'll talk about that some other time. That's a whole nother class. Praise the Lord. Amen. But I just want to thank God. So if you want to go ahead and give your seed, amen. Sow your seed into good ground. Hallelujah. While you're there sitting on your couch, putting this, put this on the TV so that you can see it on the big screen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you can receive the word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And I'm just so thankful for the miracles that God has been working. I'm so thankful for the ways that he has been making. I'm so thankful for the prayers that he has been answering. Listen to me. This is one of the best resurrection Sundays. Hallelujah. I have seen in a long time. 
Hallelujah. Why? Because I have so much to be grateful for. So much to rejoice about. Hallelujah. Because God has shown himself mighty. Glory to God. Where the devil said that maybe one wasn't going to be able to get up. God said, yes, they are. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Power of life and death is in Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's not in what somebody else say. It's in what God said. What do you believe? Do you believe God's word? Do you stand on the word? Do you believe that he is the resurrection and the life? I hope that you do. I so hope that you do because our God is so good. Hallelujah. And he has proven himself time and time and time and time again. And so I'm just so grateful to just be, amen, in the land of the living, in the midst of all that is going on, hallelujah, and being able to say that my God is my keeper, hallelujah, that he showed us mercy one more time, glory to God, that he kept us from the plans of the wicked one, glory to God, hallelujah, amen, not because we were so righteous, not because we did everything right, but because he's God, and because he's merciful, and because he's full of love and kindness, hallelujah, Amen. I'm just thanking God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I don't know about y'all. I was thinking even this morning as we were in prayer on this morning and all those folks that was on the line this morning with their quiet self. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Shame on you. Y'all need to be crying out to God. I don't know what's going on in people's head, but all I know is as far as I'm concerned, I got something to give God praise for because he has been so good. Listen, God can show you what the plan of the enemy is. And that's where my rejoicing is because God has shown me what the plan of the enemy was and how he turned it around. Listen, listen. Oh, it's Resurrection Sunday. Hallelujah. And there's power, glory to God, in the resurrected Jesus that we serve. He is so mighty. He is so, hallelujah, awesome. He is so full of power. He is so merciful. He is so loving. He is so kind. You ought to give him glory. Hallelujah. There is nothing that we have done to deserve. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What God is doing in our life, we know that it is only because of his love. It is only because of his grace. It is only because of his mercy. And we are so grateful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And so I'm just going to thank you in advance. Those of you who have already sown your seed, thank you in advance for sowing into Oasis Church Orlando and into the open network. Amen. To help us to, amen, stretch out, amen, and branch out, amen, and to expand these television stations so that we can, amen, reach the lost with the gospel. And I'm going to tell you something. We're not looking for telethons. We're not looking for preacher-thons. We're not looking for folks that's up here with a bunch of gimmicks and foolishness. I want to see a good, holy, biblical, a biblically sound television network that preaches the gospel, the unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what we want to see. Hallelujah. All the skipping and jumping and cartwheeling, we don't got time for that. We don't got time for that. Come on, souls are going into eternity every second, and we need to preach the gospel. That's not the message today. Hallelujah. But I just wanted to be able to share that with you all on today. Amen. Hallelujah. About what our heart is and what, amen, the desire is for, amen, glory to God, for the Oasis Television Network. The, the, the desire is that souls would be reached and that God would be glorified. We just, we have enough of monkeying around and foolishness. We just want to see people saved and delivered. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. So to God be the glory. Hallelujah. For all that he has done. Listen, it is Resurrection Sunday and we are going to get this word on today and we just want to thank God again for all of you who are watching those of you who are listening by way of iHeartRadio and iTunes and Spreaker um, and Spotify hallelujah thank you Jesus amen we just want to thank God we want to get into this word hallelujah I'm telling you what God is doing the work amen and I want to say this I want to give you a good word of warning let me give you a good word of warning is that all right before we get into this word we get ready to talk about amen hallelujah amen this this powerful resurrected savior that we have but we have got to get to the place that we live beyond resurrection when when we be honest with ourselves some of us are just religious some of us are just churchgoers some of us just want position in church some of us just want a title 
And we don't really want to walk according to this thing that God wants to do in us. And I'm going to tell you something. This is not the time to be playing in the sidelines out there playing in the sandbox. You better get yourself together. Don't you see people dying every day? Don't you see what's going on in the world right now? This is a serious, this is a sober, sober time. It's a time for us to be able to rejoice in God, but it's a sober time. It is a very, very sober time. And, and I just, you know, I don't understand how people are still in sleepy land. I don't, I don't understand how people still play church. I still don't understand why people want to play manipulative games and don't want to really get a hold of God. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand why you still want to play on the outskirts and play with Jesus. I don't have time for that. You know why? Because listen, God has been too good to me. God has been too merciful to me. And I don't have time. If you ain't got time for Jesus, I don't got time for you. Oh my God. Did I say that? Yes, I did. And I meant every word of it. You know why? Because we got a work to do for the Lord. We are full of excuses. We give God nothing and we want him to give us everything. We got to live beyond resurrection. And that is our message for today. I want to get the word. Amen. Let's share the word with you. Let's go to the book of Matthew. We're going to Matthew chapter 28. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to Matthew chapter 28. If I can get all my devices and things to work right. <laughs> Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to Matthew chapter 28. Amen. And we want to look at, amen, this scripture. And I really wanted to look at this in the in the message Bible. So let me just try to open it in this here and then see if that works better. Amen. We're going to Matthew chapter 28. We're going to look at this in the message version because this says it so profoundly. Amen. And I really want us to be able to tap into what this is saying. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And I and I read this, amen, early, early this morning. And as I was reading this verse, it just touched my heart. So let's pray and let's get into the word. Father, we just thank you today. We thank you, Father, that the entrance of your word brings light. We thank you, Father, that you have been merciful to us. You've been kind. You've been long-suffering. Father, you have, God, extended your mercy to us time and time again. And Father, we thank you for the mercy that you have extended to us. Father, we ask you that today, God, that we will settle ourselves down to listen and receive this word. That we will shut out all of the distractions that are around us. Lord God, anything that's going on in our periphery, anything that's going on in the house, help us to settle it down so that we can receive this word in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just thank you today. Day, God, for your anointing that destroys every yoke. We pray for those who are watching who may not be saved. We pray, God, that you would touch their hearts. We pray, God, that you would save and deliver. We pray, Father, that you would cause even a refreshing to come to your people in the name of Jesus. Those, oh God, who, oh God, have been sitting in church or playing church or staying in the outer court, let them today, God, come into contact with the reality of what the resurrection is and Lord let them get beyond just a resurrection message and let them live this life and Father we just give you praise we thank you for the anointing that destroys every yoke we thank you that your word is already anointed all by itself Father in the name of Jesus and Lord we just give you glory and honor we magnify you hallelujah for all that you're going to do hallelujah and all that you're going to say in our midst in Jesus name amen and amen. Hallelujah. Let's get our Bibles. Hallelujah. And let's go to the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's get to the word. Amen. And let's read this. Hallelujah. I'm going to get. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, one of the things that I realize is that, you know, we, we like to. We like to get excited about religious holidays. We like to get excited about them. We like to, you know, you know, get our Easter suits and get our Easter eggs and, you know, be distracted with all of those things. And and what happens is we find ourselves caught up in these carnal things and it takes the focus off of what God intended. And what God intended for us was that we would be able to focus on the work that he has completed on, on Calvary for us. And then not just that, but be able to live that out. And that's the part that we are missing. 
we are missing the ability to live out what God has done for us. That's a difficulty for many of us. You know, it's about a collar or it's about, you know, a white dress or it's about a preaching engagement or it's about an Easter basket. You know what I'm saying? Or something other than what God intended. And so I want us to shift our focus. Amen. Back to the cross. Not just because it's Resurrection Sunday, but because it's Resurrection Sunday. Come on here, somebody. Amen. So let's read Matthew 28. And I want to pull some points from this verse of scripture because the Lord began to speak to me as I begin to read this. Amen. Matthew 28, verses 8 and 9. And this is in the Message Bible. And it says, the women, deep in wonder and full of joy, lost no time in leaving the tomb. They ran to tell the disciples then Jesus met them, stopping them in their tracks. Good morning, he said. They fell to their knees, embraced his feet, and worshiped him. This is Matthew 28, verses 8 and 9 in the Message Bible. I want to read to you a quote, and then we want to get into this to this scripture and deal with this scripture. I read a quote that um, uh, Pope John Paul II said some years ago. And he said he was addressing leaders from a third world country and he was speaking to them about uh, where the people were and how people in third world countries look at um, people in, you know, uh, in the Western countries. Amen. He said, don't look at the Western nations for models in your development. They know how to make things, but they don't know how to live with them. They have acquired a mind-boggling technology, but they've forgotten how to raise their children. And I want to translate that even for church world and church life, that we have come in contact with deep revelation. We have come in contact with magnificent preachers. We hear prophetic words that bring us to our knees. But then after all of the revelry roll, you know, falls away and after all of the tears are dried and after all of the excitement goes away, what do we do? We go back to the same state that we were in. And I've been noticing even as we're in this situation that we're dealing with with this pandemic and it is so very um um, relevant for what we're talking about today, even as we're dealing with this pandemic, you know, in the beginning, people were in, they were up in arms. They were full of angst. They were looking at the numbers. It was making people anxious. It was making people worry. Folks was getting on their face and they were praying. And then soon as it seems like a little bit, like things have calmed down, it seems like, seems like. Seems like, because I don't think we over yet, but seems like things have calmed down. Now we want to just hurry up and just get back to life as we know it. We are a people that though we have been brought up in the church, some of us, we have been in church, some of us, all of our life. Amen. Amen. But we don't know how to be nurtured. We don't know how to grow up in God. And so listening to what that quote was that, amen, when he was saying that they have that the people in the Western nations, which is us, have children and don't know how they have forgotten how to raise their children. Pastors have forgotten how to shepherd the sheep. Apostles have forgotten how to impart into leaders and raise up leaders. Prophets have forgotten their first ministry, which is to the Lord first. The, the, the believer, period, the believer, not nobody with a title, just a believer. Anybody who believes Jesus has forgotten that your first ministry is to the Lord, to pray, to seek God, to live holy, to walk worthy of his calling. Amen. To follow. Amen. In the things that God is speaking. Amen. To be obedient to what he's saying. We are caught up in so much stuff. So much technology. And here's the thing. How many of you, since you've been home and this is, you know, you on lockdown now. So you, you at home, how many of you have had a hard time keeping up with time? You got 24 hours in a day and it seems like there's always something to do. It's always something to do. It's always something to do. You know what I'm saying? And things to keep you busy. Listen to me. I want to refocus your mind and I want you to start living in the reality 
of resurrection, but then I want you to start living beyond resurrection. Jesus challenged Mary. He challenged the Marys. They went to the the, the grave and they were going to go and anoint him. Amen. And, and to, and to embalm his body. And when they got there, you know, they were first of all scared because they were thinking in their mind, wait a minute. Now, how are we going to move this stone? We got to figure out how, when we get there, how are we going to move this stone out the way so we can get to his body so that we can embalm him so that we can give him all of these, these, uh, uh, you know, get these, these spices, amen, and anoint his body with these spices. So when they get there and they realize that the, that the stone, number one, has already been rolled away. So they are already in wonder. Like, what's going on here? What's going on? Hold on. The, 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 the stone has already been moved. Okay, so thank God that's out the way. Let's go find out what's going on. So they look inside and, and the Bible says that when they look inside, there is a man that's dressed in a white garment. Amen. And evidently it was an angel of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Who greeted them. Amen. And told them that Jesus was not there. Amen. That he was risen. Amen. And as they were walking on their way, Jesus met them. Amen. And began to speak to them. Amen. And as they walked away, amen, here, here they are in this place here at Matthew 28. They are walking away from the tomb and they're wondering, wow, what happened to Jesus? Wait a minute. Okay, the the Bible says that the women deep in wonder and full of joy, they were full of joy because they realized that the Savior had resurrected. No, first of all, why were they going to the tomb to look for him when he told them that he was going to get up on the third day? This is what I'm talking about, about moving and living beyond resurrection. God has spoken things to us and there are things that we should be walking out in our everyday life because it is a part of the benefit package that has been given to us because of the sacrifice that Jesus has made on the cross. But because we are stuck on the other side of the cross, because we are stuck, we have not been able to get to the other side of resurrection to walk in power to walk in authority why are we in a backslidden state why is it that we have to be jarred out of our comfort zone to get in prayer why is it that even when things start calming down we go back to the same old same old why is it that somebody has to tell you over and over again what it is to be saved and that you think you can have your own your own definition of what salvation is you're going to tell god what salvation is. You're going to tell God what you can do as a, per, as a person being saved versus what his word says you're supposed to do being saved. We got to get to the other side of resurrection. We got to get to the other side. Hallelujah. And not be stuck. So I want to pull these points out of the verse of scripture here. Okay. Resurrection is not just about death. It's about living. I need you to hear that. Resurrection is not just about death. It's about living. This is what I'm talking about. Getting to the other side. It's not just about when you die. It's about how you live. How we live right here is going to dictate what kind of resurrection we are going to have. Come on here, somebody. Okay. So we know that Jesus died for us and he rose again, but we're faced with the problem of anemia in the body of Christ. We are faced with the problem that we're not where we should be as believers. We speak in tongues. You ever hear some folks when they speak in tongues? They speak, they just sound so deep. They sound so wonderful. They sound like they in college in the Holy Ghost. But when you get around them and start talking to them, you realize that they only, they still in diapers. In the spirit, for real. You got deep tongues, but you have no understanding of how you should walk on this side of revelation and on this side of resurrection. You you sound wonderful. You want to preach, but you don't know the word on this side of resurrection. We got to do better. This is, we don't know how to raise our children. The shepherds have forgotten about their responsibility to the sheep to teach them, to train them, to make them disciples of Jesus, not just followers of personalities, but followers of Jesus. And so because we have failed in that area, because we have failed, hallelujah, in that regard, what has happened 
is we have we have we have personality struck people. We love people's personalities, but we have no depth in the spirit. And then when hell hits your house because you ain't got to the other side of resurrection, what is on the other side of resurrection? The other side of resurrection is Pentecost. The other side of resurrection, amen, is being filled with the Holy Ghost, walking in authority, walking in power, walking, amen, in the glory of God, being able to fulfill the assignment that God has given to you, amen, before the foundation of the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we don't have a good understanding of our Christian life because we're still living in a shadow puddle. We're speaking in tongues like we're out in the deep, but we're living like we live in a puddle. Come on here, somebody. So we're ready to preach about the power of resurrection. Amen. But we need Jesus to touch our life. And so I want to pull out some points from this verse. The scripture says the women were deep in wonder and full of joy. And they lost no time leaving the tomb. They ran to tell the disciples. And the Bible says then Jesus met them, stopping them in their tracks and said, good morning. And they fell to their knees embraced his feet and worshiped hallelujah so number one hallelujah the thing the lord said to me he said is we've lost our wonder after god when is the last time you sat and thought about god i just love you you've been so good to me you've been so merciful we used to when we first got saved amen at the foot of the cross we would Lord, you've just been so wonderful to me. Oh my God, I can't believe you saved me from that. I can't believe you delivered me from that. I we've lost that. We've lost that. These women were deep in wonder. They were like, oh my, I'm in awe. Jesus did what he said he was going to do. When is the last time? Hallelujah. Glory to God that we were back in that place of wonder and joy that comes from encountering God, that comes from being in his presence. We're so in a rush when it's time for prayer. Father, we just thank you. God, have your way. Hold Amen. And we're ready to go on. You can't get full of wonder and joy and encounter God when you're in a rush. You got to take your time in his presence. You got to take your time. And after you finish giving him your list, you got to be still and let him talk to you. You got to let him, amen, download in your spirit. You got to let him speak to your heart. You got to let him tell you what is his mind and what is his will and what is his desire for you. But do we take time for that? Do we take time? These women went to the tomb looking for a dead man, forgetting his promise, forgetting that he had already said, listen to me, on the third day, I'm getting up. God has made promises to us. And sometimes the rush of life, sometimes the difficulties that we face or the words we hear from other people make us forget that the God that we serve promised. And he's not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Hallelujah. And every word that he spoke, he bring it to pass. We forget. So we got to get back to the place of wonder and joy. We waste time on trivial things. The scripture says they lost no time leaving the tomb. Oh, he ain't here. I'm out. Let's go find him. Let's go take this message. Come on here, somebody. You got to get in a hurry. Come on. Amen. You got to get in a hurry. Can you hear me speaking the word to you today? Can you hear God speaking the word to you today? You got to get in a hurry about getting back to the place of wonder. You got to get in a hurry about getting back on your face. What is it going to take to stir you up? What is it going to take? You can fool me all you want to. Listen here, honey, you can fool me, you can fool your neighbors, you can fool the people in your house, but honey, you can't fool God. Do you hear God talking to you? You cannot fool God. How much longer are you going to play before he pulls the wool from off of you, off of everybody else's eyes and let them see who you really are? How much more are you going to play before he uncovers you? It's time to stop playing games. Hear me what I'm saying to you. It's time to get on the other side of resurrection and get to Pentecost, get to the place of power, get to the place of authority, get to the place where the anointing is. Hallelujah. Where God wants you to be able to flow, where God can flow up out of you. We've been playing these little games. 
you know, you try to conjure up a little hookup or shake out of my side. You think don't, nobody don't know that you playing on the side. Stop playing. Stop playing. You got to get your life in order. Hallelujah. Amen. So, number one, they, they, we got to get back to the place of wonder and joy. Number two, we got to stop wasting time on the trivial things. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then when you read the verse, it says they ran to tell the disciples, who have we told about this resurrected Jesus? Who have we talked about Jesus to? Who have we shared the gospel with? Come on. We tell nobody about this resurrected Jesus. Now, when we first got saved, we were telling everybody. I remember how zealous I was. Glory to God. Amen. I got kicked out of my house. The people I was living with, because they said they was Methodist. And because I was going to a Pentecostal church, everybody at the house had to go to the Methodist church. So I was like, oh, well, God going to have to find me another place to live because I'm saved now. And I was at the house preaching to everybody. And I was at the Methodist church at on the morning's bench, acting a fool, crying and snotting and carrying on because God had a hold of my spirit. Come on. Who are you telling? Who are you telling? Who else knows? I ain't talking about your I ain't talking about your family members. I'm not talking about the people at your church. Who else knows? Who else knows about this Jesus that you serve? Is there anybody that knows? Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. Number four. Let's look back to the scripture. Amen. The Bible says, number one. They were in deep wonder and full of joy. Number two, they lost no time. Amen. And number three, they ran to tell the disciples. And then number four, it says, Jesus met them, stopping them in their tracks. Listen, when's the last time you allowed God to interrupt your program? He interrupted your plans. Interrupt what you want to do. And he, you, we are so strong. Will I, let me, let me, let me talk. Let me talk to all you self-help people. Come on. Amen. We got all the technology. We got all of these powerful th tools and things that we can use. We, we have we got we got Google. We got, you know, ads.com. We got the services. We have everything at our fingertips. You know, what we don't have we don't have a mind to let God interrupt our programs because we headstrong because we want what we want. And we want it in the time that we want it. We want it how we want it. We want it yesterday, not tomorrow. We want it yesterday. We fight against God pushing against our programs. And I'm going to tell you something. Their whole program was, was interrupted. The scripture says, the scripture says Jesus met them and stopped them in their tracks. They was on their way to go tell the disciples. That Jesus was risen. That was a good thing. It wasn't a bad thing. But they were stopped in their tracks. They were interrupted. Hallelujah. They were inconvenienced. So that they could have an encounter with the Savior. Come on here somebody. Listen. Half of the things that you're going to get from God. It's going to be an, during an inconvenient time. It's not going to always fit your timeline. It's not going to always fit what you want to do. Listen. This is what it looks like on the other side of the cross. This is what it looks like on the other side of resurrection. You got to stop wanting to do what you want to do, how you want to do it, and give your will to God. The other side of the cross is a death walk. Your life is not your own. We say it. The scripture tells us, amen, this life that I now live, we live by faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. Listen, this is the way we ought to be living selfless, full of the power of God. Anybody want more of God? Anybody want to do more than what you've ever done before? Anybody, you know, we talk about in the business community, you know, for women in business, how we want to shatter the ceiling. Baby, there are ceilings in the spirit that I want to shatter. Not because I'm a woman, but because I'm a spirit-filled being. Hallelujah. And there are things that I know that God has declared that he wants us to be able to do. And the only way that we're going to do it is we're going to have to do it when we're full of the power of God. Full of the glory of his presence. Full, hallelujah, because we have encountered him. Because we've allowed him to interrupt our programs and interrupt our plans. Amen. He has scrubbed all. 
all of our calendars. I don't care what we got on our calendar. Look back on your calendar. What were you supposed to do last week? Was you able to do it? No, because we on lockdown. God has a way of interrupting, amen, and bringing inconvenience so that he will be able to cause us to encounter him. This is what he desires. Because when we have things the way we want them, and we doing God on our time and God on our terms, God on our time and God on our terms, we don't necessarily always meet him because, you know, I'm busy right now, God. I'm watching a movie right now, God. I got things to do right now, God. I'm supposed to hang out with my girls right now, God. You know what I'm saying? I got a phone call to make, God. I got places to go. You understand what I'm saying, God? We, we got to be interrupted. Now, I don't remember what this movie was about, but I remember there was a movie that was called Girl Interrupted. I'm not sure if that was a good movie or bad movie. I'm not endorsing the movie, but it's just the idea of the fact that that phrase fits right in here, right about now. Can you let him stop you in your tracks so that you can be encountered? I want you to look at the plans that you have made. Are they God's plans or are they yours? The things that you have set on your own agenda your goals, your vision, your plans, your thoughts, the things that you want to attain. 2020 is going to be the year for me to do X, Y, Z. Is it? What did God say about your X, Y, Z? Or are we like these Marys who have, and Salome, who was with them, who was stopped in their tracks because God wanted to encounter them? I see in my, I mean, when I look at where we are as a nation and the nations of the world, the Lord, and I'm not saying that God sent the, the virus. Amen. Amen. But I believe he allowed the virus. Come on. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And that it was a sign to us that it was a plague in the earth. Amen. Because he needed to stop us all in our tracks because we was all too suchy muchy. Come on here, somebody. Notice we don't see the flamboyant preachers out here acting a fool because you don't got nobody's pulpit to cartwheel in. Good for you. We stuck in the house and our schedules have been interrupted and our programs have, be, have been preempted by the plan of God. What are you going to do? He wants to encounter you. Bible says, hallelujah, that, amen, Jesus met them, stopping them in their tracks. And he greeted them and he said, good morning. <laughs> Number five, when's the last time you heard him speak to you? Can you hear his voice? Is he talking to you? Has he said anything? There's so much going on. Have you been still long enough to hear him? Or are you still stuck in your own way? Are you still? He said, good morning. That's all he needed to say. All he needed to do was greet them. That was a declaration by itself. That wasn't just a salutation. It was a declaration. It was a prophetic word telling them that, honey, this is a good morning. This is a great day. Hallelujah. Because who you were looking for back in the tomb, here I am. I'm here to meet you. I've come to interrupt your travel so that I can encounter you on your way to where you're going. So that when you get there, you can tell them for real, for real, that I am alive on the other side of resurrection. This is what God's desire is for us, that we would be able to hear him speak to us and declare something over our life. But you gotta let him interrupt your plans first. You gotta let him stop you in your tracks first. Come on here, hallelujah. You gotta let him, amen, inconvenience you first because it's not until you are inconvenienced that you sit still so that you can hear him Deliver his salutation and say good morning to you. Speaking good. Hallelujah. Amen. In the book of Isaiah, he said, Lord, speak good. I want to hear you speak good of me. Hallelujah. Can you speak good of me as you have in time past? That's what we need. We need God to speak good over us. You don't need to make your own declarations. I mean, you can and it's all right, but it's something altogether different. Hallelujah. When you get on the other side and God starts speaking good 
over your life. And he starts speaking good over your day. And he starts speaking good over your house. And he starts speaking good over your finances. Hallelujah. Whether or not you've been to work or not. Come on here, somebody. He starts speaking good over your health. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And we're not making mockery or making light over anybody who has lost their life. But we thank God that he spoke good over us. And he allowed us to live. Glory to God. We are grateful for his mercy. We are grateful for his grace. Hallelujah. That we're not in mourning. Our hearts break for those who have been lost. But we thank him for his mercy because he spoke good to us. He spoke good over us. And we ought to give him glory for that. We ought to give him honor for that. We ought to magnify his name for that. We ought to lift him up for that. We ought to not hold back our praise for that. Hallelujah. Because he spoke good. (laughs) He spoke good over us. Not that we deserved him speaking good, but he did it because he's good. Hallelujah. He did it because he's merciful. He did it because he's kind. He did it because he's long suffering. He spoke good. Can you hear him speaking good? Did you let him interrupt your time? So you're trying to figure out, well, Lord, why? Why we got to be stuck at home? Why can't I go back to work? You know, I got bills to pay. He needed to interrupt your time so that he could speak to you because you're too busy. In your own schedule for you to hear him. So he had to stop you in your tracks like he did the Marys and Salome so that he could speak good over you. Oh, my God. We need to hear our God speak good over us. I don't care about what nobody else is saying. They can say whatever they want to say. God, what are you saying? Are you saying good things? Are you speaking good over me? Are you saying that this is a good one? Listen, that's a prophetic word. We need that over our life. In the midst of all the hell that's breaking loose, we need God to say good morning. It's a good morning. It's a prophetic word that it is good. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So number one, hallelujah, we got to get back to the place of wonder and joy. Not just joy, the scripture said, full of joy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Number two, we got to stop wasting time on trivial things. Number three, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We got to start telling people about this resurrected Jesus. Hallelujah. Number four, amen. We got to allow God to stop us in our tracks and interrupt our time. Glory to God. So that number five, he can speak to us and we can hear his voice. Glory to God. And I got two more for you. Number six, when you go to the scripture, The scripture says he spoke to them and said, good morning. And they fell to their knees, (laughs) embraced his feet and they worshiped him. The last two, we've lost our humility. God has had to bring us back to the place that we get on our faces. He had to bring us to the place that we get back on our knees. This is what it looks like on the other side of resurrection. It's a place of humility. It's a place that you don't matter. You matter, but you, you, you're not above God. Come on here, somebody. You know, we, we've been through all these Black Lives Matter and, you know, this matter and that. that. Yes, all of that is good. And I'm not coming against that. But hear what I say, that you have allowed, when we've allowed our causes, our causes to be more important than our Christ. Can I say it again? Our causes have been more important than our Christ, our Savior, our our Redeemer. Come on, amen. We'll get out here and march for a cause, but we won't preach to our neighbor. We'll get out here and, amen, pick it for a cause, but we won't tell the people on our job about our Christ. Come on here, somebody, amen. So, So we have to get back to the place of humility. Hallelujah. And learn how to spend some time at his feet. This is a place of fellowship. Mary had a, had a way of finding herself at the feet of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That speaks of shutting it down. You're already at home. Get at his feet. Humble yourself. Get to his feet and let God minister to you. Let him pour into you. Let him give you power, amen, to walk where he's called you to walk. Let him, amen, pour a measure of himself into you. Glory to God. That's number six. We got to get back to humility, amen, and spend time at his feet. So that number seven, where it says they worshiped, they worshiped, hallelujah, how pure is that worship? Bring us back to a place of purity, God. 
Bring us back to a place that our hearts burn just at the mention of your name. That our that our our eyes fill with tears because we think about your goodness and your grace and your long suffering and your loving kindness and how good you've been to us and how much you have, oh God, intervened for us and you worked out circumstances for us. God, we can't do anything but worship you because we understand why you stopped us in our tracks. We understand why, hallelujah, you had to interrupt our schedule. We understand why you had to bring us back to the place of wonder, full of joy, hallelujah, so we could get at your feet, so that we could hear you speak over us, hallelujah, God, in the name of Jesus, so that we can walk in purity in our worship. This is the other side of resurrection. This is living beyond resurrection. Not just he got up. Now that we know that he got up, there is a life of humility and worship and obedience and submission to him that he is looking for from us. And that is what God is looking for. No more excuses. You don't have no excuse. This this word that you've heard today that you're listening to, this word robs you of all of your excuses. You are without excuse. Because we got to get to the other side, living beyond Pentecost, living, excuse me, beyond resurrection, which is Pentecost. We got to get to Pentecost. This is God's heart. This is his desire. This is his will for us. Listen, we're going to prepare so that we can pray and we're going to take communion. Amen. If you don't have your communion, go get your communion. Go get some bread and some juice or cracker and some juice. And we want to just... We want to just just relish in the resurrection. Give God glory for his resurrection. Praise him, hallelujah, for the work that he has done on Calvary for us. Hallelujah, amen. Let us, let's do that. Let's prepare our hearts, glory to God, so that we can, amen, prepare for our communion. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I want to read a verse of scripture. So I'm going to give you a minute and I'm going to put on some music and I want to pray. Amen. So as we are preparing, let's pray. Let's pray right now. Those of you that maybe you might, might not be saved. Maybe you're listening. You're, you're listening to the podcast. You're listening to iHeartRadio. You might not be saved. Maybe you're watching and maybe you might not be saved. Or maybe you're a backslider. Maybe you, you know, just got a little slack and you're walking with God. Let's pray. Let's Let's get our fervor back. Let's come back to the place of wonder and being full of joy. Father, we ask you today, God, that you would just forgive us, God, of our sins today, God, that you would wash us and cleanse us. I pray, God, for every person that is watching, whether they be sinner or backslider, whether, oh God, they've never heard the word until today or if they've been walking in rebellion up to today. We pray right now for the blood that you shed on Calvary to wash us to cleanse us, God, to sanctify us. We confess our need for you. We confess, Lord, that we have been We've been jumping around in puddles and thinking that we were out in the deep. And we ask you, Lord, to forgive us. We ask you, Lord, to really take us out into the deep. We ask you, Father, to really just cause us to wade out into that deep place where power is, where your presence is, where humility is, where sitting at your feet is, oh God, where interruption of our schedules is, God, and it's all a part of your plan. And we thank you. We want what you desire. For us, oh God, and we want to be the people that you have called us to be. And so, God, we ask you to move among us today. Wash us in your blood. You said if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, that we shall be saved. And so, God, today we make that confession. If you're not saved, just make the confession. I believe that Jesus died for me. I believe that he rose from the dead. And I believe, hallelujah, that with this confession that I make and I turn from my sin, that I am saved in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just thank you and we praise you. We thank you for every person who has watched up to this point. Hallelujah. And we just give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. So I'm going to put this music on. Amen. And we're going to prepare. Hallelujah. Amen. For communion. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's get your Bible. We're going to 1 Corinthians. Hallelujah. Yes. Oh God, thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Yes. Let's do Matthew 26. Amen. We can leave. Amen. We'll read 1 Corinthians in the end. But let's do Matthew 26. That gives me strength from day to day. It will Matthew 26. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, worship. Yes. Hallelujah. Come on, let's read the scripture. Hallelujah. Let me turn that down a little bit. Amen. Matthew 26. Glory to God. And the Bible says, Amen. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread. Hallelujah. And he blessed it. And broke it. And gave it to the disciples. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this bread. We bless it right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that this is your body that was broken for us. And we give you glory for it in Jesus' name. And he said, take, eat. This is my body. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And it says, and he took the cup and he gave thanks and he gave it to them saying, drink ye all of it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. He said, this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew with you in my father's kingdom. And when they had sung on him, they went out into the Mount of Olives. Hallelujah. We thank God. Hallelujah for his word. We thank God for the blood. We thank Jesus for his sacrifice. We thank God. Hallelujah for allowing us. Hallelujah to come together today in fellowship. I pray that you are blessed today. The Lord bless you and keep you. That is my prayer. Let's stay on the other side of resurrection and live in power and live in glory and give God praise. Give him everything. This is the time we want to be able to see God use us for his glory and that he get glory out of our life. Hallelujah. Don't waste this time. He's interrupted us so that he can impart into us. Be blessed. Enjoy your Resurrection Sunday with your family. Hallelujah. Amen. And and you can join us on Tuesday at 9 p.m. We'll be broadcasting live on Tuesday at 9 p.m. Thank God for all of you. Thank God for all of you who joined us. Have a blessed and prosperous week and a blessed Resurrection Sunday. God bless you.
Dunkin's new wake-up go-tos mean you never have to choose between breakfast meats again. Now you can get a wake-up wrap with bacon and a wake-up wrap with sausage for $3. That's savory and sweet, crispy and spicy. It's everything you love about breakfast for $3. Wake up your day with new wake-up go-tos. Get two egg and cheese wraps for $2 or mix and match your favorite meats with two bacon, ham, sausage, or turkey sausage wraps for $3. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Exclusion apply. Limited time offer. With Metro and the best deal in wireless, whatever your goal, however you hustle, you can rule your day. Get two lines with 5G access included for just $35 a month per line, period. With taxes and regulatory fees always included, so you know exactly how much you pay every month. All on America's largest 5G network at no extra charge. Plus, at Metro, get the latest 5G phones, like a Samsung Galaxy for less than 100 bucks when you switch. That's the best deal in wireless, so you can take control of your day wherever it takes you. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. Requires auto pay. First month is $40 per line for two lines. Samsung A51 requires port from eligible carrier and ID validation limited to two per account. Coverage not available in some areas. See Metro by T-Mobile.com or store for details.